You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, where uh, we have suicide watching all the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire owners. As always, <laughs> it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, and Big Rome. What the hell is going on, y'all? Yeah, so like I just said, fuck, uh, Le'Veon Bell signs with the Kansas City Chiefs, so the, the rich get richer. Just, you know, the- hide the sharp things, hide rope, anything that any of these... Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire guys can get a hold of because shit's about to get real. Well, what's crazy is because is, Adam Gase is a piece of shit. I don't know why he's still a coach. And there's no way Le'Veon Bell's washed. Um, yeah. I mean, even if even even if Le'Veon Bell is like 70% of what he was at his peak in Pittsburgh, you think Andy Reid can't utilize that? <laughs> exactly, man. I mean, th- so, so basically the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl again. I, I feel like it, this is a great... This is a great football move. Le'Veon oh, yeah. Bell is dope. Yeah, no, and this... guess what? And here's the kicker of it. The Kansas City Chiefs are dope. These guys yeah. are really, really good. And they just got way better. You know, these guys had character issues, right? That's the big word you could dis- you could say when you think about Le'Veon Bell. Character issues. Yeah, he's an what, what fixes character issues? Winning. Yeah. Winning fixes it. You think these guys are going to be losing anytime soon? I don't know. I know they just lost to Vegas, which was a shock to everybody. But what this is terrible for is, unfortunately, what our profession is trying to be, and that's fantasy football because it just wrecks two guys. Mm-hmm. And Le'Veon Bell is one of them, unfortunately. He was already wrecked being on the Jets and being injured. But, man, this just got so much uglier Yeah, but, but for everybody uh, involved. But I feel like this... I think I actually think for fantasy output, this is better for Le'Veon Bell with obvious reasons because there's a chance that he's not he's actually not going to get to play in Week Six because of COVID rules. He can't he's not eligible to suit up with the team until Week Seven. So you have one more week of Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but Le'Veon's a great re- uh, goal line back. He's a great red zone back, and I think you know it's going to be Le'Veon Bell one A to Edwards-Alaire one B, and. I, just because, you know, Clyde is young. He's the rookie. You know, I, I know they put high draft capital in him, but Le'Veon Bell puts up video game numbers. Yeah. And, he, you know, he's a big back. I think Levy actually, let me double check. Le'Veon Bell, he's a big boy. No, he's he big. Is, let's see. Where are you? Le'Veon Bell. Why can't I find you? Why can't I never find the guy? He's like, I think he's like... He's like six, six foot, two. He's yeah. not, I think he's like six foot, six foot one, but he's like two thirty. Yeah, like he, he's, he's not. He's. He, I know he's probably slimmed down. That's what he was in college. He was a big back in college, but now that he's in the pros, I know he's slimmed down a little bit. So we can call him. We can call him. Okay, he's he's listed easy. at he's listed at six one two twenty five, but you yeah. know he's bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean at least he plays bigger than that. You know and and. Because he can, because you know Edwards Alaire, I think I read somewhere that he's had five to seven goal line carries, and he is zero for whatever on those goal line carries. But Bell can get into the end zone, and you know Bell's a prolific 
pass catching back out of the backfield. So I think that really fucks up Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And, you know, maybe Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you know, he's a dynasty hold. But I think in season long, honestly, you know, I would either try to acquire <clears> – <throat> I would either try to acquire Le'Veon Bell or, you know, maybe if you're desperate, you can go after the Clyde Edwards owner and get him cheap. But I don't even know if you'd want him now because I, I think that lowers him to, like, an RB2 yeah. flex. See, that's why, uh, to, to give to listeners, to give you guys a breakdown, we're going to do NFC games and um, the news for today. Part of the reason why I wanted to do NFC as well is because I need to kind of – oh, wait. Never mind. Edwards can't play till, or uh, Bell's not playing till next week. Never mind. I was say that's really gonna fuck up my rankings, <laughs> but that's besides the point. Anyways, moving on with other news. Uh, Scotty Miller he remained limited in Thursday's practice with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, but Chris Godwin is looking like a go, which is good for Tom Brady and company. Uh, Leonard Fournette was also limited on Thursday, but Ronald Jones has been fantastic the last two weeks, so. I mean, not, not really much to say there. Uh, Mike Evans, he returned to practice on Thursday, getting in a limited session, but I had I didn't doubt that he wasn't going to play. Uh, Devontae Adams, he's practicing full for week six, so he looks like he's ready to play. And what a week to come back to with uh, t- taking on Tampa Bay. Should be, you know, hey, could be a fun game. Yeah. <laughs> I think that means Robert superstar Robert Tanyan might not get three touchdowns again, but. You know, what do I know? I mean, I highly doubt it, but that was for, such for, a flash in the for, pan. Yeah, I know. It, it, to see everybody, like, go crazy over him and spending fab and what waiver priority on a guy that, you know, I'm not going to say he's not going to have a touchdown again, but, I mean, he's not. I, I just don't see it happening that way. Uh, I Deontay, think he's a strong – he would be a stronger fab than a guy like Claypool. Just correct. saying. Correct. Just saying. Uh, you, and I know I'm I'm far on the opposite side of that, but – you know, I, I still think Tanyan's got some value. Yeah, Deontay Johnson returned to Steelers practice on Thursday, getting in a limited session. So it gives him a shot at at least playing against Cleveland. It'd be great if he could get a full practice in tomorrow. Um, but, I mean, it's at least trending in the right direction. Hopefully he can get back in there because then it, you know, fucks up Chase Claypool's value. And it, I, it helps Juju, you know, and, and, and those guys. Um Eric Ebron returned to practice, but, you know, tight end's gross. So, uh-huh. um, The Atlanta Falcons facility has been closed due to a COVID-19 positive test at the facility. However, it turns out it wasn't a player. It was someone in personnel, so they still, but they still had to close it down. But they listed as Julio Jones as he would not have practiced had they practiced today because <laughs> for, some re- for some reason, you know, the NFL, whether you, you're open or not, you still have to list who would have practiced or not, and Julio wouldn't have practiced today. So he's trending down, which is um, just the worst. It, you know, it, it, it's sad. It's sad to see guys. It, it makes me sad when you, there's players that you've loved for years to see them just trend down like that. And you're like, man, yeah. I was, re- I was re- you know, I really had, uh, you know, high hopes for you. And then also with COVID, um, Odell Beckham Jr. was sent home he was tested for COVID. They haven't confirmed or denied whether it was COVID, but you know something to definitely keep an eye on. Yeah, and then to touch to stay to stay in the Cleveland Browns camp here, looks like Kareem Hunt popped up on the injury report as well with a thigh injury after logging a limited practice today on Thursday. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, Melvin Gordon, Mr. DUI, he did return to practice on Thursday, but still keep an eye on that because you know Vic Fangio might say, hey. 
we're going to bench this guy because sometimes you can't reward that bad behavior. Um, so, I mean, definitely, you know, we talked about it in our last night's show that Philip Lindsay is definitely someone you want to keep an eye on if he's available. So most and, certainly. Yes. Um, oh, here's some, some news. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, the superstar cornerback for the New England Patriots, he has been removed from the COVID-19 list. So that could be affecting the Denver Broncos of, you know, Noah Fant got in a limited practice, so there's a chance that he plays. But it, you know, affects guys like Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler. Um, let's see. Dalvin Cook didn't practice today, but, you know, they're not expecting him to. I, I don't even know why you bother not, you know. It's like, dude, just take take the day off because you got the bye week next week. So just relax. You know, it's yeah, fine. Exactly. Um. Looks like that's just about it for news around the league. Brashad um, Brashad Perriman's back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. So, Log, so, well, I shouldn't say back. He logged a limited practice. But another but he's warm a jet body to, look, to watch out for. <laughs> yeah, another warm body for Joe Flacco to pass to. But I mean, if you're a Jamison Crowder owner, I, that doesn't worry me in the no, slightest. Not even a little bit. Um. I think that'll do it for news. So we're going to take a look at the NFC matchups for week six. Uh, this week's bye weeks, Seattle Seahawks, LA Chargers, New Orleans Saints, and the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, we're going to kick it off with the Chicago Bears visiting the the 4-1 and one Chicago Bears taking on the Carolina Panthers. Carolina's actually favored at minus three. Oh, Vegas has this as an over-under of 44 it's going to be a low-scoring game, probably. Um, I actually don't like either quarterback this week. I got Teddy Bridgewater and Nick Foles at 18 and 19. But, I mean, we'll start with the Chicago side. Nick Foles, I got him at 19, but you probably weren't going to play him anyways. Uh, no, Nick Foles did. I, I only did my top 15 this week at quarterback. You know, I just sort of figured top 25 for a quarterback, you're, you're throwing out some garbage. And, yes. and I, you know what, if you make <laughs> – my watch list, you probably have a good chance of being something. Uh, he didn't make either of them. Nick yeah, Foles is, is not the answer this week. Yeah, you're, you're playing David Montgomery. I actually have him in the top ten play. Um, I have him as, actually as running back six. The Carolina defense, you know, you can run on him. And just, but the reason why I'm so high on Montgomery is his utilization in the passing game. Uh, last week he had eight targets. The week before he had yeah. six targets. So, I mean, yeah. especially in PPR scoring, you know, that, that really raises his ceiling. <clears throat> yeah, I got him at 12 this week. Yeah. Allen Robinson, um, you know, he's good at football. I got him as my wide receiver three. Um, I didn't rank Darnell Mooney because I'm not too sure where I would put him. Um, but, you know, but you're not playing him. You're playing. You're going to play Allen Robinson, though. We're, exactly. I got Allen Robinson at four. And then Jimmy Graham, who's been scoring touchdowns, you know, Jimmy touchdown, I guess. Like, I mean, he's not getting yards, but he is getting touchdowns. He's tight end eight on the year. You know, he scored last week. It looks like he scores every other week, so if that trend continues, he's not going to score this week. Yeah. But um, I actually have him at tight end 12 this week. Yeah, I've got him at 16. Yeah, other side of the ball, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, you know, again, you're not playing him, but I got him at 18. Uh, let's see here. Bridgewater. Uh, nope. Did not make either of them. Not excited against this Dallas defense. Or, uh, I'm sorry, against this Chicago defense. Yeah. Mike Davis. I actually have him as running back five this week. Not, again, the Chicago Bears defense is tough. But, again, it's the passing game utilization. 
he has not he's been targeted at least six times since he's taken over the backfield you know last week alone he had 10 targets with nine receptions so i mean the fact that he's getting all these touches and volume christian mccaffrey's going to be out again you know mike davis is the running back six on the year so it's kind of hard to keep him out of the top 10 yeah i mean i've got him at 14 yeah um i'm kind of high on robbie anderson just because he's just been productive it you know it, it sounds funny to to have him so high i actually have him as as a wide receiver 11 and i have dj Moore down at 17 <laughs> you know i i feel like you're gonna i mean maybe dj Moore's a little high he you know he had he finally had a touchdown last week whereas you know robbie anderson he's the wide receiver seven on the year so i mean it, it's hard to argue that yeah, it is hard to argue. I've, I mean, I'm not far off from you. I've got Robbie Anderson at 15, and I've got DJ Moore at 18. Yeah. This team is kind of starting to – they're starting to gel a little bit, I feel. They're starting to click, especially the passing game. You know, Bridgewater's game is short throws, and he's got two guys that can take a short throw the distance. And I mean, it's fuck, as fucked up as it sounds, they're almost better without Christian McCaffrey. As, as, as blasphemous as that sounds – it, they they seem to be playing better when you don't have to use because you know like I was saying in last night's show, McCaffrey was the focal point of the offense. Everything right. has to run through McCaffrey. But now that he's not there and you don't feel that pressure of having to use McCaffrey in every play, you can spread the ball around and now they're winning. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, even Vegas picked them to win, so you know we'll see. Uh, moving on, we got the zero and five Falcons taking on the one and four Minnesota Vikings, which you know. Any other year of the NFL, if I told you the Falcons would be 0-5 taking on the 1-4, you wouldn't believe me. You'd be like, the yeah. fuck no, there, there's no way. But anyways, <laughs> Vegas has this as the highest scoring game of the week at 55.5 points. Uh, Minnesota's actually the favorite at minus 3.5. But I'm still not high on Matt Ryan. I just haven't, you know, he's he's trending in the wrong direction right now. I actually have him as quarterback 16 this week. Uh, I got Matt Ryan at 10. I got Matt Ryan at 10. I, f- I feel like the Vikings defense, man, I'm just looking here. I mean, the Falcons defense is 31st. The Vikings is 28th. Let's turn this game, an 0-5 versus a 1-4 team, into a fucking shootout and make it fantasy gold. I that kinda, sounds I, wonderful to me. I, I would not hate that. Um, Todd Gurley, I got to stop shitting on him. I got him as my running back 11. <laughs> I've got him <laughs> I'm riding the hot hand. You guys know I'm a homer for this guy. Woo woo! Todd Gurley, number six. Ooh, number that's six. spicy. That is spicy. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Uh, Calvin Ridley, you know, especially with Julio Jones out, um, I have him. I have him high again. You know, he did. You know, he had the the total goose egg two weeks ago, and then a, a mediocre game last week. But against Minnesota, you're going to have to throw. So I got him as my wide receiver seven. With Julio out, I got Russell Gage at 26. You know, because someone's going to have to get involved. I disagree. Nobody else is going to get involved. It's Calvin Ridley all day. He's at five for me. There you go. Uh, Hayden Hurst, I got him at, uh, as my tight end 10 just because if Julio's out, someone's got to you know, catch the ball. Yeah, I've got him at 12. All right, moving on. Um, we got the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, plus matchup. You know, we'll see how it goes. I actually have pretty high this week. I got him as my quarterback nine. Hey, hey. Samesies. Me too. Oh, all right, there you go. 
Uh, Alexander Madison, despite having no Dalvin Cook, I feel like the still going to be a great play. I have my running back four. Oh, my goodness gracious. I feel you. I like where your head's at. I don't know if it's that explosive. I do have him at nine. Um, Adam Thielen, wide receiver four. Justin Jefferson, you know, he had kind of a slow week last week, but I still got, I still think he's hot. I got him at 18. I, you know, I said before, I think this is going to be just two bad defenses letting up points all game long. I've got Thielen at wide receiver three, and I've got Justin Jefferson at wide receiver 21. All right. Um, moving on. We got the Washington football team at 1-4 and four, taking on Redskins. the 0-5 New York Giants in an absolutely gross game. Uh, Vegas actually has this as their lowest scoring game of the week at 43.5 points. The New York football Giants are favorite at minus 3. Um, you know, I, I don't – there's not really much to say on the Washington side. You know, instead of going through every single player, you know the only players you're interested in are – Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin. Um, I actually have Gibson as my running back 13. I've got him at 15. Yeah, and then Terry McLaurin, you know, I got him at 13 as well. I mean, you know. I've got him at 19. This game is it's just on paper, it just looks like like shit. It just looks like shit. This, this like is it's be the two game that terrible, terrible offenses. The 31st ranked and the 28th ranked going up against the 13th and the 17th ranked defenses. Mm-hmm. This game is going to be disgusting. Yeah, then, you know, on the other side of the ball, Daniel Fumble Jones. You know, there's no interest in that. Um, you know, the only players you're playing in this game, Devonta Freeman, Darius Slayton, maybe Golden Tate, uh, Evan Ingram. Um, Devonta Freeman... I have him actually as my running back 17. You know, showed signs of life last week in terms of fantasy. You know, had the touchdown on 17 <coughs> carries. So yeah. I, I like Devonta Freeman this week. I love him. I've got him at 23. He did, he made my uh, my top 25. There you go. Uh, Darius Slayton, got him as my wide receiver 22 because, you know, got to throw to somebody. And then I got Golden Tate in the mid-40s. So, you know, maybe a flex option if you're desperate. Yeah. I mean, I've got Darius at, at 24. But, again, he's been so hit or miss all year. It's like he'll have a big one, take a week off, have a big one, take a week off. Uh, and Golden Tate, ugh, I don't know. I don't like him. Yeah. Evan Engram, I got him at tight end five. You know, he just – I mean, tight end's very thin. So. Yeah, I got him at six. Uh, moving on, we got the four and one Baltimore Ravens taking on the one three and one Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Baltimore is actually a seven and a half point favorite. Vegas has this as an over under of forty six and a half. Um, I would actually probably take the over. I think Baltimore is going to just put up points. I don't know if Philadelphia does, but I think Baltimore does. But you know, Lamar Jackson, great at football, quarterback three. I got him at four. There you go. Uh, Mark Ingram. He's just, I don't know, he's the highest ranked running back that I have, but I can't have him, I got him at 30. I can't really get him higher than that. I keep giving this guy the benefit of the damn doubt, and I shouldn't, but I did it again, and he's a 22 for me. <laughs> Will you show uh, up already, man? Please make me stop looking like an idiot. Hollywood Brown, um, he had a great day. It's Hollywood Brown sucks a big fat one. I, he's not even close to my rankings this week. I know he had the best game that he's had so far. 
but bad. He's Brown. I know he had the great game last week with the touchdown, you know, and then two weeks ago went four for 86 against Washington. But I just I haven't seen much from him still. Still not completely sold on him. I got him at wide receiver 34, so I think he's definitely a flex option. But it's just I don't I'm just I'm not seeing it yet. Now nah, he's he's definitely he's not in my rankings. I know he had a big week finally. Everybody's thinking that he's going to be back to what he I don't know what he was pre-draft supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I don't see it yet. I, I still need more from this offense. They don't look the same at all. Yeah. So he, he's not anywhere close to being in a starting position for me. Uh, Mark Andrews, tight end four. You're playing him. Yeah, he's number three. This is the best option. Yeah. Other side of the ball, you know, you're not playing Carson Wentz. Miles Sanders, though, I mean, just, again, volume play, gets involved in the passing game. I have him at running back 19, <clears throat> which, you know, just outside the RB1 range, he's in the RB2, but just, it's purely a volume thing. Absolutely. I've got him at 17. Um, any interest in Fulgham, Ward, Jackson? <laughs> no. You know what's funny? <laughs> Laughing at the Philadelphia Eagles. I saw a video on Instagram today. I'm showing Alshon Jeffrey highlight clips back when he played for South Carolina. God damn, was he a monster in college. Dude, he was so good in college. And I'm not even so in college. Ex- he was great in the pros. He just yeah. can't be healthy these last, I don't know, three years? Well, he's this is his ninth year in the league, and... Not his, he had a slow rookie year. I'm looking at his stats right now. But then his sophomore and junior year, he had 10 touchdowns in 2014. Mm-hmm. It'll, you know, he had he had 1,133 yards. The year before that, he had 1,421. I mean, he was a monster. Just this yeah. motherfucker can't stay healthy. Yeah. Um, Zach Ertz. Oh God. It, it, to me, Zach Ertz seems like like kind of like a landmine right now. He seems like the kind of guy. And to me, he's actually similar to T.Y. Hilton. Whereas if if I I can't play him on my roster, and if I dropped him, someone else would pick him up and deal with it. But I mean, just you you have to play Zach Ertz because of draft capital and namesake. I act, I haven't ranked a tight end eleven, but it's just he he has not been producing at all. I mean, I've got him at five this week, but again, he just doesn't seem to be the same guy. I, I I've never seen I've never seen a tight end with a name like Zach Ertz, right? With the production that he has had lose his running mate, lose Godert, and get worse. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be getting more reps and getting more production and being better, but he's gone the opposite route, and I, I can't quite put my finger on why the hell that is. Yeah, well, it's, it's been tough because when, when, when Godert went out, I was so high on Ertz, and I was in, in a couple leagues, I was trying to get Ertz. But the, yeah. the, cost, the cost was too expensive because of the namesake, and again, with Goddard going out, it's like, well, shit, now I can't even afford this guy. And now it's like, well, I'm glad I didn't fucking get him because I'd be stuck with this guy. Exactly. Uh, moving on, we got the 4-0 Green Bay Packers off the bye week, taking on the 3-2 and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Vegas has this over-under of 54, so they think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and I do too. Uh, Green Bay's actually favorited minus at, at minus 1.5 points. Aaron Rodgers, just absolutely phenomenal this year. I got him as my quarterback four. I've got him at five. He's been fantastic. Yeah. He, okay. He had the bye week already, so he's one game less than everybody. He's quarterback eight. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, yeah. this guy, he, he's great. Um, Aaron Jones, welcome back. We all missed you. You are my running back three. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Welcome back. I've Like I said, I've got some shares in this guy. 
I do think it's going to be a bit of a rough week. Both of these defenses are, are pretty stacked. I mean, mm-hmm. it's number four for the Packers against number six for Tampa Bay. Yeah. And they and they play the run well. Uh, I, I think Jones, although he's in my top ten, I've got him at seven. I think that this is going to not be that prototypical game that everybody has grown accustomed to. This might be my lowest ranking on Devontae Adams will be all year. But I have him as wide receiver eight. Me- meaning being because the Tampa Bay defense, as you said, is tough. Yeah. And he's he's been banged up this entire season. Yeah. You know, he played part of a game in week two and then missed the last two weeks and then had the bye. Exactly. So, I mean, he, he's coming in banged up. Uh, he, you know, normal circumstances, Devontae Adams a top four. I mean, obviously I still have him in the top ten. But I just I kind of want to see how you look when you get back. Exactly, and that's one of the reasons I've got him at thirteen. Yeah, you know I I need to see it again. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, Robert Tanyan, I actually have him ranked as my tight end eight right now because, you know, I mean he's scored in the last he he scored for the last three weeks. Um, you know he he's the tight end f- uh, five on the year right now. But last three weeks in a row, he's had a touchdown. You know, double-digit fantasy points, three of four games. So, I mean, it's just he might be legit. Yeah, I've got him at 10. Uh, Tom Brady, you know, hopefully getting his weapons back and healthy. I'm as my quarterback 14 this week. Hmm. You know, you you can beat up the Green Bay defense, but I just I want Tom Brady to have a full healthy roster with him. Yeah, it definitely helps getting a guy like Godwin back. Uh, I've got him at 14 also. I think this is, again, it's just a tough defensive game. You know, they've got some great DBs Mm -hmm. in Green Bay. Yeah. you got Jair Uh, Alexander. you got Darnell Savage. They've got guys that can make some plays. Uh, It could be rough, but we'll see, man. It's Tom Brady. Guy gets it done. Very true. Unless it's fourth down and he thinks it's third down. I don't know. Yeah, he's like, well, I don't get five downs. I get yeah. five downs in practice. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, Ronald Jones, you know, two great weeks, the last two weeks. But I'm kind of lowering you with Fournette coming back in seemingly somewhat healthy. Might take away some of those carries. But I got him as my running back 18 this week. Jesus Christ, we're like exactly the same so far. I've got him at 18 as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, Evans, I got I got him at uh, wide receiver ten. Godwin, I have at fifteen, but I put some little arrows next to his name because it's, you know, how how are you feeling though? Is it a, yeah. you know I, I'm not sure whether that's going to be an arrow up or an arrow down right now. Um, right now, I actually might have him on the trending down because he hasn't had a full practice yet. Right. Um, right. So I felt fifteen might be a somewhat safe place for him. Yeah, I mean, I. I... I got Evans at seven. The guy just gets into the end zone every week. Man, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But I, with Godwin, I had a hard time ranking him, so I felt the safest place would be just, hey, I'm putting him in the watch list. Guys, he will be good if he plays, but watch for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you playing Gronk? No, no. <laughs> uh, moving on, we have the 4-1 and one Los Angeles Rams taking on the 2-3. and three. San Francisco 49ers. Vegas has this been over under 49 and a half. L.A. Rams are favored minus three, which, you know, if I was a betting man, I would probably take Rams minus three in this game um, just because of the – although who knows, maybe these numbers have changed. You know, Vegas changed that shit 
constantly. But yeah. you know the the Rams Rams are clicking now. I have Jared Goff. Where are you? Jared Goff quarterback thirteen this week. <laughs> we must be. I don't know. I, I got him in thirteen also. Get out of my head, sir. No, seriously, knock it <laughs> off. Daryl uh, Daryl Henderson still looks like it's his show in the backfield. I got him at uh, running back twenty one. Um, although with with Malcolm Brown coming back pretty healthy, I don't know. But Daryl Henderson looked good last week. You know, fifteen carries, three yards, and a touchdown. You know, three catches with a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, he did. He looks good. The problem is, is it's, there's just too much. There's just yeah. too much in this backfield. It's so hard to pick a guy and say that's who I'm going with. You know, most of the time you don't have a choice if you're in a good 12-team league or if you're in a 14-team league. You got to start him. But uh, of all of them, Daryl Henderson made my watch list. Yeah, I mean, I let's see. I no, I didn't even rank Malcolm Brown. Yeah, man. it's just, you know because I, I wouldn't even be comfortable flexing him. Uh, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. I'm in love with both of them. Still sad that I traded away Cooper Cup, but you know it is what it is. I have Cooper Cup at 14 and Robert Woods at 16, which they could easily be trending with an uptick. Well, that up that uptick definitely happened on my rankings here because I think, and I'm a San Francisco honk. That's my team. You can throw on this team. They have mm-hmm. no DBs. I shouldn't say no DBs. They have no cornerbacks. Their safeties are still there, but they can't cover everybody. You need some help. I'm looking at Robert Woods here at my wide receiver six, and I've got Cooper Cup at my wide receiver ten. Yeah. I think they're going to have a monster game. Unfortunately, I I think Project Tyler Higby's over. I got him ranked at my tight end 17. It just makes me sad because there's so much potential in such a talented player, but with, you know, Gerald Everett's – I didn't rank Gerald Everett yet just because – but, I mean, Everett's stock is rising as Higby's is falling. So, yeah. I mean, it's just – I mean, who knows? I mean, I have Higby in a couple leagues, and I'm sad that I have Higby in a couple leagues because I just – I can't play him right now. Yeah. So. No, that's um, rough. I've got him at, I've got him at 13, and, and Everett is – he's cutting into him every game, it seems. Yeah. Well, Everett, Everett was actually good last week. Everett went yeah. – uh, he went four for 90, you know, and, and Higby went – was it two for 12? So, yep. I mean, two for 12, that's like a burger deal at a place, you know. So, it's just I, – <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know what you do with Tyler Higby. Uh, moving on, San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, he I'm, – I'm worried about Jimmy Garoppolo. I have him ranked as my quarterback 20, which generally I wouldn't have him that low. But with his horrendous performance in week uh, last week where he got pulled in the, the first half, now they're saying it's because he couldn't plant on that foot because of that bum ankle, but it could also just be because he's playing like shit. He also and, just played like absolute dog shit. Yeah, and the, and the Rams have a great defense. So, I mean, just Jimmy G, I, I just get your shit together. You know, it, it's not even Jimmy G. I have a real problem right now with the San Francisco offensive line and their ability to pass protect. They can run the ball. Sort of, but their their inability to block for Jimmy G is making this team stagnate. Mm-hmm. It's making them stagnate. Uh, Jimmy G's not even close to my rankings. Didn't make my top fifteen. Didn't make my watch list. It's too hard, man. They've got an Aaron Donald on the other side. That guy has more hurries than some teams do. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. It might get ugly for San Francisco. Uh, 
at least in the passing game. You know, it, it really sucks because I really feel like Aaron Donald needs to win an MVP. I, Dude, I mean, he's so good. I, I don't understand, like, because, you know, it always seems to go to a quarterback. How the yeah. hell does Aaron Donald not get an MVP? Because, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it literally, I know the Rams have players all over their defensive side of the ball, but literally if you got rid of Aaron Donald on that defense, I don't think they'd be half as good as they are right now. No, not even close. The, the way he can just – the fact that he need you have to triple team Aaron Donald, you know it just it it's amazing to me. Uh, Raheem Mostert, he's the man. Looks good. He look, he's back. I got him at sixteen. I got him at sixteen. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Debo Samuel, um, I want to see more games from you, more healthy games. I got you at, tw- at twenty seven, and I ranked Brandon Ayuk at. 40. So I think Ayuk could be a desperation flex if he absolutely needed to. Although, to be honest, he might actually be a decent flex because if Debo Samuel gets the Jalen Ramsey treatment, then that means Ayuk is going to be the guy to go to. I'm not a fan of any of the pass catchers here with the exception of Kittle, who's the only guy that that is worth a damn. I've got him at two. Debo Samuel, not even close. Ayuk, even further down my list. <laughs> there you go. I, coincidentally, I have George Kittle at tight end, too. And I can assume that you probably have Kelsey as your tight end one. You guessed it. Yep. But we'll go over AFC games tomorrow. And wrapping up our last game of the week for the NFC side, we got our Monday night football game, the 3-2 and two Arizona Cardinals taking on the 2-3 and three Dakless Cowboys. Um which is very sad. I'm, I, you know, like like we were talking about it last. You know, you hate to see that happen to a player, especially if, you know, it, it was it was Dak's contract year, and it just sucks. To, especially such a disgusting injury. Yeah. But Vegas has this as a high over under at fifty four. Arizona's a favorite at minus two and a half. Now, I actually don't think, you know, I saw that you picked up Andy Dalton in our season long <laughs> league. Woo-hoo! As like a sneaky, as you're trying to sell me Joe Burrow, you son of a bitch. Yeah. But well. then you go and you go and do this behind my back, and you pick up Andy Dalton. <laughs> when, hey, I, when I lost, listen, Dak. I got I got a chance to get a guy who's going to take over for the most fantasy relevant offense. Yeah. In the league. No, like, see, th- my and they have a shitty defense, so no matter what, like the Red Rocket can still sling it, people. People think that this guy can't do it. Man, he's had 4,000-yard seasons throwing the rock to lesser lesser wide receivers. All I'm saying is uh, buckle up, Andy Dalton. He made my watch list. Yeah. He made made number 16. The dude almost made my top 15 right now. I, I I love him this week. I love him going uh, forward. He's got the weapons. He's got the toys, man. I got him at I got him at quarterback one just because again Dallas has probably the worst defense in the NFL right now, which is exactly why I've got him at one also. Yep, uh, Kenyon Drake, I love you, Kenyon, but you're bothering me. I got you at running back twenty, and I actually ranked Chase Edmonds at twenty-seven. I think you could actually play both of these guys right now. Yeah, I've got Drake a little higher. I've got him at thirteen this week. Uh, this defense is so bad at stopping the rush; they get blown off the ball. Let this guy let him work, dump it off to him. Whatever you got to do to get him going, get him going. Would you be surprised if Chase Edmonds had the better game, though? I wouldn't. Yeah. He's he's in my watch list. Could you? Would you? Would you be able to flex Chase Edmonds if you had to? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I could. I actually think I think you can legit flex Chase Edmonds this week just because of the matchup. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he is my wide receiver one with the quarterback one, Kyler Murray. He's going to be awesome. I actually have some interest in Christian Kirk this week. Um, I, I think his role is, is somewhat growing. I have him as my wide receiver 36 this week. I, I think you can play Curtis uh, uh, Christian Kirk this week as well. Yeah, uh, you can make it that a very easy case. I've got Hopkins at one as well. It's a banger week. Uh, I do not. I did not rank Kirk. I have him in my watch list, but uh, he's man. He looked good last week. He's kind of starting yeah. to catch catch the right mold. You know, last year watching the Arizona offense, I was as I was watching Christian Kirk because I I think the talent is there, but I was like, you know, Christian Kirk can't be the number one receiver on this offense. If they were to get another wide receiver and it turned out to be DeAndre Hopkins, I was like, this guy's actually you know he he's better. If, if he's not taking, like, the lead corner or if he's not getting all the defensive focus. And, you know, I, I think that's good for him. Um, other side of the ball, Dallas, Andy Dalton. I have him as my quarterback 17 this week. I want to make him higher. I just – just because, like you said, the weapons they have, the fact that he played, like, a quarter and threw for 111 yards. Um, I just – I want to see – I just kind of want to see how he looks. I, I think he's – but, I mean, he's definitely a bench stash in, in fantasy football right now. But then, you know, you went and snaked him. You spent money on him. I wasn't – because the thing is, is I wasn't sure how much money I wanted to spend on Dalton. How much did you spend? Uh, $4. Because mm. you spent out on, on – you put a lot of guys up. I saw that. Yes, yes. I, I just I, thought Andy I, Dalton was the – he was the one, man. He was the smart player. I put 10 bucks and said, let's roll with it. Well, the, the highest bid I put is I put nine on Ryan Tannehill because I actually think Tannehill season long is great, especially Tannehill's, um, you know, not not to walk before I run, but um, I mean not to run before I walk, but Tannehill's fantasy playoffs, he's got Cleveland, Jacksonville, Detroit, Green Bay, so. But, that ain't bad. Yeah, so, um, but I, I, I think Dalton, you know, I, I have him low, but definitely the arrow's pointing up. You know, especially if, if he can have a good week this week, um, you know, it, it could be could be fun to watch. Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. And then um, Zeke, he's my running back one this week just because I think with – see, the thing is, is with Dak taking over, I don't know if they're going to have him just slinging it or if they're going to go to, uh, like, control the ball. The problem is the bad defense. But I don't know if they're going to try to eat up the clock with Zeke and they're just going to give him, you know, 22 to – 28 carries a game yeah i mean here's the kicker is and and you're not wrong in those in those theories the kicker is i don't think anything changes this this team was dictated by the shittiness of their defense and nothing has changed in that front they're not going to magically get good because dak prescott destroyed his ankle it's still the same exact team they just have a guy who's who's considered slightly worse than dak prescott chucking the rock I think everything stays the same. I've got Elliott at one. Man, he makes a lot of catches out of the backfield. That's not going to change. That production is its going to be there. Yeah. Oh, Zeke, Zeke's going to be fantastic. Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, you're playing them. Michael Gallup, maybe. But Amari, I got him at 12. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, I got him at 29. And Gallup, I have at 39. So nice. I, I think you're, you're definitely playing Cooper and Lamb. And then, although I will say – where I, I think I'm actually kind of low on Gallup because of the 111 passing yards that Andy Dalton had, I think almost all of those 
were to Michael Gallup, basically. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't have him ranked. He's in my watch list. I do have I do have Amar- Amari Cooper at nine, and I've got Ceedee Lamb at sixteen. There you go, uh, Dalton Schultz. <clears throat> I got him ranked as my tight end nine right now, because I'm going okay. Because I'm chalking up his bad game to the Dak injury. Not not be, you know because then the offense just panics, and then Dalton just went out and threw to receivers. But now that he has a whole week to prep, and you know Dalton in the past has had fantasy relevant tight ends. You know, um, was it Brandon Pettigrew? He was okay for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple other tight ends that I – might have just been Brandon. I mean, Eifert. Fuck, you know. Eifert. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's – okay. I don't know why I couldn't see that one right in front of me. Tyler Eifert for years was a t- top three tight end. So I, like, so, I think if you're a Dalton Schultz owner, I wouldn't just drop him right away. You know, maybe – I don't know because – they, they, they seem to be scheming for tight end production, you know, with Blake Jarwin, then Jarwin went down. But, you know, for the three weeks with a full Dak offense, you know, Dalton had 10 targets, six targets, eight targets, and right. scored in two of those weeks. So I, I think I think now that Dalton ha- – because, I mean, how many times have you seen a quarterback come in mid-game and just be, like, panicked because it's like, well, shit, we're playing from behind. I just got to huck it. So yeah, now that he I mean, has – he, For sure. He's going to – yeah, he's going to have a whole week to practice, you know. So I, I think Dalton Schultz might be okay to play this week. I've got him at nine. I mean, I, I can definitely see that being the case for Schultzy. Dalton the Dalton connection, perhaps. Yeah. That might be a thing. Could know? be. So, let's make it a thing. Yeah, let's, so let's let's go. Th- and so um, we'll wrap it up tonight, guys. We're going to cover our AFC games in the next episode. and. If anything else fun comes out in the fantasy world, we'll let you know. But again, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out on social medias uh, at FF Football Show at, on Instagram, at Filthy Show on Twitter, and you can send us emails at Filthy Fantasy Football Show at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening. Again, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh King. Big Rome. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>